Hi, I'm Danielle Strickland, and I'm honored to be with you to talk all things social justice and kingdom, uh, all the things that get my heart beating a little bit faster. Uh, I, wanna, I want you to hear these words. Uh, Jesus said this to the crowd and to his own disciples. The teachers of religious law and the Pharisees are the official interpreters of the law of Moses. So practice and obey whatever they tell you, but don't follow their example, for they don't practice what they teach. They crush people with unbearable religious demands and never lift a finger to ease the burden. <laughs> wow. Everything they do is for show. On their arms, they wear extra-wide Black Lives Matter bands. And on their robes, they wear give to the poor. They love to sit at the head tables at banquets and in the seats of honors in all the synagogues. And they love to receive respectful greetings like rabbi or teacher or woke. Don't let anyone do that for you because you only have one teacher and all of you are equal as brothers and sisters. You know, Jesus goes on. This is actually called the woe chapter. This is Matthew 23. <laughs> and it's called the woe chapter because Jesus, I think, is like, whoa, hang on there, guys. He's talking to religious leaders. He's not trying to slam them, by the way. He's trying to instruct them. He's trying to tell them the truth in love. He's trying to actually show them this is what it means to be in the kingdom of God. And what it means to be in the kingdom of God is it means that we practice what we preach. It means that we live out the transformative power of the gospel. What does it look like in real life? This is, I guess, the great question of your generation, the great question of the generation we're living in right now. What does the good news, not what does it sound like, but what does it look like? What does it look like? I think the central tenet of the good news in Scripture is that the good news is right relationship. It's right relationships. Paul called it the ministry of reconciliation which means that the gospel, the good news, is that we can be in right relationship with God, we can be in right relationship with ourselves, we can be in right relationship with the people around us, we can be in right relationship with other nations, we can be in right relationship with the earth. That right relationships, making wrong things right in our relationships, is the essence of the gospel. And it's not even enough to know that or to believe that. It's a whole other thing to live that out. A couple of years ago, I was in Rwanda, and I was there with uh, a, an organization that was helping to do reconciliation work there. If you, if you don't know, Rwanda was a genocide. I mean, it was like, you know, over a million people died in 40 days. It was like something the world had not seen in that kind of intensity ever before. And I sat down with a woman and a man named John and Grace. And Grace and John were volunteers in a project that the Rwandan government did with churches. Uh, around reconciliation. Grace was the survivor of the genocide and John was the perpetrator of her family's murder. They were reconciled to one another. And they lived in a house in what they call it a transformation village where they built their houses together and they figured out how to not only be reconciled in spirit, so to forgive one another, but how to be reconciled in real life. So they became each other's brother and sister. They became family to each other. 
and they helped one another not just survive but thrive. Now John and Grace go all around the country teaching other people that it's possible to live a reconciled life, that it's possible to live a future when your whole life has been wiped out. It's possible to live a different way even though everything within you wants to live about resentment and us and them and keep that guy far away and a perpetrator and a victim and all of the us and the thems. They live a completely different way. I sat in the room and I listened to their story and I am telling you right now, I could hardly believe it. I was like my, I must have looked like a total, I was like my head, like my, like my, my, my jaw was hanging open. My eyes were wide. I was like, what's happened? How did you do it? You know, how did you, and at the end, I'm just like, how do you live this way? Like, how do, is this possible? You know, they taught me about the process of it. You know, they said they they actually signed up for this program. And when they were, were meeting each other, John was so filled with shame and Grace was so filled with fear that they didn't, they couldn't even look at each other for months, but they were stuck now because they committed to this program. So they had to figure out how they were going to build their houses and there was just this big pile of brick in the middle of the property and so they said what they did is they just did it brick by brick by brick by brick and every day they would warm up to each other realize that they're on the same team help each other like John would make uh, not only uh, uh, ask for forgiveness but also restitution he would work on our house whenever he could and gradually they built this house together and not only did they build a house but they also build a friendship they built a family together. I mean, it is, and I said to them, even after that, I was like, okay, so it takes a long time and it takes intentional work and you have to build it like brick by wick, brick, but like, how did you do that? Like, how did you even get to that point? You know, and it, and Grace looked at me like I was new, you know, like you would not think that I've been a, a, a minister of the gospel for like my whole adult life. Cause she looked at me and she said, well, we were just really trying to practice what Jesus taught us. Boom. We really were just trying to practice what Jesus taught us. I mean, can you imagine? You know, Gandhi revolutionized India. I mean, he literally peacefully got England as a colonial power to leave India. And when you ask Gandhi how he did it, which Martin Luther King Jr. did, by the way, he flew over there to find out how India was, was causing all this nonviolent, amazing action. And he said, how are you doing this? You know what Gandhi said? I'm just trying to put the words of Jesus into practice. Every day, Gandhi would read the Sermon on the Mount and said, I wonder if I actually live this out, what might happen? I wonder if I actually live this out, what might happen? I mean, this is the essence. When I say social justice, I don't mean some like new fancy protest. I mean, living in right relationship with one another. I mean, taking the words of Jesus and actually practicing them. I mean, not just like a badge of honor that we know the right terms, but actually right relationships with people who are different than us. I mean, actual forgiveness and reconciliation. I mean, we could be part of a transformation village on every hill that says this is a sign and a wonder, not some like great idea, but an actual lived out reality of that idea right here, wouldn't it be incredible if we actually took the words of Jesus and put them into practice? What would it look like if our lives were marked by love, not just for each other, but for our enemies? What would it look like if we didn't hide the light that we had, but we actually shone it, not through our words alone, but through lives that lived completely counterculturally to this moment. What would it look like if we practiced what we preached? This might be the singular important thing of this generation to take out of celebrity culture, out of what's fashionable, out of cancel culture, out of all of these like woke things 
and actually just put into practice the words of Jesus, I wonder what it might do in your generation. I wonder what it might mean for the future of the church. I wonder what it might mean for the future of the world. I have a hunch it'll change a lot of things. So take those words of Jesus and put them into practice. You'll find that step by step by step will lead you right smack dab to the heart of social justice, right relationships. That's what the kingdom is bringing to earth.